Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to record today's episode because I'm going to be talking about something that I think is super important and I'm really passionate about. So I've just done a bunch of research and learned so, so much. So I have a lot to share with you guys and I've also learned a lot from my own experience. So I'm very excited to be chatting to you guys all about how your thoughts become your reality. And I'm sure you've heard this saying before, but it is so true. And I'm going to explain to you guys why in this episode. So we're going to dive in deep and talk about how we can learn to master our mind and control our thoughts. But before we get into that, I just want to have a little catch up with you guys and let you know where I've been. So last week I couldn't post a podcast episode because I'm actually currently in the process of moving hosting platforms for my podcast. And if you're not familiar with podcasting, you might not know what that means, but basically it's to do with technical stuff. And in the process, some things went wrong and it actually ended up deleting my podcast off of Spotify and I know quite a large majority of you guys actually listen to my podcast on there so I had quite a few messages saying has your podcast been deleted where is it but I just wanted to let you know that it should be back on Spotify now hopefully you guys are managing to listen through Spotify and you're not having any trouble but one thing that you can do to make sure that you don't lose my podcast and that you can always find it is actually follow it so I believe you can do this on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and then you will get notifications every time I post a new episode that way you don't have to go searching for the podcast but anyway it should be all back to normal now but yes in the process of moving over to the new hosting platform that happened and I decided not to post an episode since a lot of you guys probably weren't going to be able to listen to it so anyway I am back now and I am feeling very refreshed 
and ready to talk about this topic because I'm feeling very inspired. And I think just doing the research before actually recording this episode has kind of like reignited my motivation and has really inspired me. So I feel like this is going to be a very good chat. So what actually inspired me to record this episode is a book that I'm currently reading. So I'm reading You Are a Badass at Making Money and it's by Jen Shapiro. I believe that's how you say her last name, but she has written so many books. I have read her book, which is just You Are a Badass and I loved it so, so much. I listened to it on Audible and it was a really good one to listen to because she actually narrated it herself. So it wasn't like a weird robot voice. So I really liked that. And she actually has a bunch of other You Are a Badass books for different topics. So I've been listening to the one about money and I would love to do an episode in the future on money mindset because I've been learning a lot. But in the book, Jen talks a lot about your mindset and about your thoughts and how they can alter and shape your reality. And so it got me thinking about my own thoughts and how they have led me to where I am today. And it also made me realize that I currently have some thoughts that have been holding me back. So I really want to overcome those limiting beliefs. One of my limiting beliefs has actually got to do with the podcast. And I guess I've been feeling a little bit like a fraud when I've been recording these episodes, just because I talk about self-development and that is something that I really like to preach. But at the same time, I do still struggle myself. So I've had multiple conversations with my friends and family about this. And every single time I've brought it up, People have said to me that it doesn't matter if anything, the fact that I am struggling gives me more of a reason to talk about these things because obviously you wouldn't really want somebody recommending ways to improve their life if they haven't had to practice those things themselves. And my friend Alice actually pointed out to me that just because a psychologist is a psychologist doesn't mean that they don't ever struggle with their own mental health themselves. People can know all of like the practical things that they need to do. They can know all of the strategies and all of the techniques, but sometimes it is easier said than done. And I don't ever want to come on my podcast and pretend that I'm perfect and be like, yeah, I do all of these things all the time and I never ever struggle because that is not the truth. It's not reality. And so I've had to reframe my thoughts and put a positive spin on things. And I've been telling myself that I'm glad that I've gone through hard times because that has meant that I've been able to overcome these things. And it means that I've got things to share with you guys. And I guess in a way, it also makes me more relatable because at the end of the day, we're always going to be learning and growing. Nobody knows everything. And I don't ever want to come on the podcast and act like I know everything about self-development because that's not the case. I'm learning new things every single day. And that's the beauty of self-development. The idea is to continue to grow and to continue to learn things. And I'm just really happy that I get to do that and share with you guys what I learn along the way. And so that is one limiting belief and negative thought that I've been having about myself recently, which wasn't helpful at all. And it really was changing my reality because since I was having that thought, it made me feel less confident about the podcast. And to be quite honest, I was kind of avoiding doing episodes and I was avoiding reaching out to guests because I was feeling not very confident in myself. And that all just started with my mindset. And so it's been 
really good to be able to identify that and change the story and therefore change my outcome. So here I am recording an episode and I'm feeling so much better and I'm not doubting myself right now because I am not going to let myself. So going back to talking about the book that I'm currently reading, which is called You're a Badass and Making Money, I wanted to share a quote that the author actually said in the book that I really liked. She said, our thoughts become our words, our words become our beliefs, our beliefs become our actions, our actions become our habits, and our habits become our realities. Your life is your party. You get to choose how you invite people and experiences and things into it. And I just really like that. And I think it's so true. We create our own reality and we get to choose our thoughts. But I think we forget that sometimes and we don't really acknowledge the fact that we actually do have control over those things. And so in today's episode, I actually want to start off by talking about the science behind our thoughts and how they can shape our reality. And then later on, I'm going to share with you guys some strategies that can actually help you take control of your mind and alter your thoughts. So yeah, let's get into talking about the science. Okay, so I'm no scientist, but from my interpretation, we all have so many different thoughts. We literally have like, I don't even know what it is, like 7,000 thoughts a day. Maybe it's even more. Maybe it was 70,000. We have a ridiculous amount of thoughts that go through our head every day. Most of them aren't helpful. But the problem generally isn't those thoughts. It's when those thoughts become beliefs. And we create beliefs when a thought is repeated over and over and it actually ends up changing the neural pathways and then it becomes a deep-rooted belief. And often our beliefs are created when we are young and susceptible and we can't necessarily remember when our beliefs were made. And sometimes our beliefs aren't always that helpful. But don't get me wrong, you can still create beliefs when you get older because we are always being exposed to new things. So from my research, I found out that our beliefs are in our subconscious mind and our thoughts are in our conscious mind. And so we have a lot more control over our thoughts than we do beliefs. So that's why it's important to pay attention to our thoughts and catch them out when they're being unnecessary or unhelpful because we don't want those thoughts to then turn into beliefs. But the good news is you can actually change your beliefs as well. So from my research, it says that there's a thing called the reticular activating system known as the RAS. And its role is to actively seek out information that you tell it to. So if you're wanting to change a belief, the RIS can really, really help you. So basically it transmits information between the conscious and subconscious mind. And so whatever you tell it, it will believe because it can't distinguish the difference between fact and fiction. It just basically obeys to your conscious mind so that you can really use this in your favor. So like you can create negative beliefs by repeating negative thoughts, you can also change your beliefs by creating a new thought and repeating that, which is easier said than done, obviously. And so it's gonna take some time. You just have to be consistent and keep repeating these positive thoughts until they become a belief. And so there are a number of different tools that you can use to help you with this, because it's not always easy just to say, okay, I want this to be my new belief, or I want to think positive thoughts all the time. Like it's not easy just to say that. You need to be actively making the effort to change your thoughts, because if you don't, your reality won't change. And so I think it's just being a lot more conscious and mindful and aware of the things that you were thinking and the things that you were speaking out into the world. Because at the end of the day, 
those things will end up shaping your beliefs and that will shape your reality. You might be wondering how a belief can shape your reality, but once you believe something so deeply, you will take action in your life aligned with what you believe to be true. And so for example, if you have a deep-rooted belief that you are not deserving of making money, your actions will align with that. You will do things that will stop you from making money and you won't be seeing the full potential Obviously, you might not actually want that to be your reality, but your beliefs are in your subconscious. So you need to retrain your conscious thoughts to be able to change your belief systems. And there are a number of different ways that you can do this that I will get into in a little bit. But I just wanted to explain that because, yeah, when you think something and believe something, it will shape the way you act in your everyday life. It's basically the law of attraction, which is backed by science. And it is so interesting when you really do a lot of research into this because it seriously works. If you can take control of your thoughts, your whole reality will change. I remember I was actually reading a book a while ago called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And he was saying that people wonder why they can't attract big new things into their life. And he said that it's because people always do the same thing. He said they think the same things over and over. They believe the same things. They take the same action every single day. And so nothing is going to change until you change your mindset. So I really think the best thing that you can do if you're wanting to change your life, is to work on your mental state and the thoughts that you have and really pay attention to what's going on in your head because that is what is going to shape your reality. All right, so you're wondering, but how can I control my thoughts and how can I become much more aware of them and how can I be a lot more positive and think things are going to benefit me. So there are a number of different ways that you can do this, but the first thing that I would say is just to be really mindful. I've talked about mindfulness so many times on my podcast before. I have plenty of episodes if you guys wanna go back and listen to them. But if you don't know what mindfulness is, basically it's just being really aware of what's around you and focusing only on what's in front of you and just really slowing down your brain and being present. And it can really help you when you're feeling anxious or when you're overthinking and it just reminds you of what is important. So I think in practicing mindfulness and slowing down, inevitably you will notice your thoughts more and then you can kind of acknowledge them because you're not thinking about a million things at once and that thought then doesn't get lost within a bunch of other thoughts because you've slowed down and you're paying attention to what's in front of you. So that is like my biggest tip. I think overall just living a much more mindful life can do everyone wonders. So that is the first tip that I have to share with you guys. And the second thing that I think can really help is meditation. If you guys want to know more about meditation, I actually did a podcast episode with my friend Hannah, who is a mindfulness coach and meditation teacher. And she explained exactly what meditation is how you can do it. And she kind of just went over like a beginner's guide. So that episode will be really beneficial if you don't really know too much about meditation, but it's also like really nice to listen to. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. These episodes, since it just refreshes things for you and just kind of reinforces how important certain things are. So definitely give that a listen if you haven't already. But like practicing mindfulness, meditation also helps you to stop and focus and realize how many thoughts you are actually having and you can see your thoughts coming and going and then you just have to kind of redirect your focus back to your breath so the aim of meditation isn't to not have any thoughts at all it's to acknowledge the thought let them float by and bring yourself back to the present moment and i think as soon as you actually do stop you realize how many thoughts you actually have and how random they are. Like, have you guys ever just sat there and meditated and been like, wow, why am I thinking about that? Like, it's so random sometimes the things that come to your head. But when you're meditating, you actually have the time to acknowledge those thoughts. And it's kind of interesting to identify the thoughts that keep popping up, especially when they're negative, because that might help you realize that that's something that you need to explore a bit more and overcome. And in the process of meditating, you can also learn to weed out the negative thoughts and take control over your mind. And then once you become good at doing that in meditation, it will become even easier to weed out those negative thoughts in your mind when you're just going about your day as normal. So I think that can be a really beneficial practice. Another tool that can really help change our thoughts is imagination and visualization. People talk about visualization all the time in the law of attraction space just because it is seriously so powerful. So your brain doesn't know the difference between imagining something and something actually happening. Imagination and action are actually a part of the same neural pathway. So practicing one actually influences the other, which is so interesting. So you don't actually have to be physically doing something to be getting results. There have actually been studies that have shown that people have increased their muscle mass simply by imagining it and not even stepping into the gym. And there are so many studies and different examples of this. If you guys want to do some research, I'm sure you'll be able to find lots of examples. But isn't that crazy that you can literally change something physically about you just by visualizing. And I think visualization is also really good because it prepares you for a situation before it's even happened. So you feel even more confident about what you're walking into. And I think you've got to visualize stuff in a positive way. You've got to think of the best case scenario. If you're thinking of the worst case scenario, most likely that's going to happen because you've visualized it. But visualize the best thing that can happen in that situation. And surely that's got to ease your anxiety. That definitely helps my anxiety. But it just goes to show that visualization is seriously so powerful. There's actually a new study that suggests imagination may be a more powerful tool than previously believed for updating memories. And I think that's so interesting because I'm sure we all have memories that aren't the most pleasant. Unfortunately, we remember things that are bad, but we also remember things that are good. But isn't it cool to think that we can actually alter our memories by imagination? And that can really help us heal from past trauma and it can completely reshape a story. So I think that is such a powerful tool that I personally really want to try because there are often things that I think about that have happened in my past and I think about them in a negative way. And if I can kind of change that memory 
and think about it differently. That is so powerful. We actually did a bit of this when I did my hypnotherapy session with my hypnotherapist, Lily. I actually did a podcast episode with her as well, if you guys want to listen to that. But in my hypnotherapy session, we actually talked about some of my memories and then my hypnotherapist, Lily, actually helped me retrain my mindset around those memories. So she kind of rewrote the story for me, which was really, really helpful. And you don't necessarily need to go and see a hypnotherapist to do that. You can do that yourself. It's just being aware of your thoughts and being like, okay, I'm going to change this situation and put a positive spin on it. And really you can create your own reality. Like I said, you can believe whatever you want. You have the choice to interpret something as a negative situation. So you can either choose to do that or you can change it and put a positive spin on it. I think sometimes when something negative happens to you, the best thing that you can do is be grateful for it and be like, thank you that that happened. I know that's not easy and it completely depends on the circumstance, but I think that that can really shift your energy just by being grateful for that situation. And so that is actually called the replacement strategy, which is my next tip. So if you are having a negative thought that's not helpful, try to acknowledge it and interrupt that thought with either a positive affirmation or some gratitude. I was actually watching a video on YouTube before and the motivational speaker was saying that whenever he has a negative thought that's not helpful, he will stop and then say three affirmations. And I just think that's such an amazing habit to get into if you can do that. But also, like I said before, you can put a spin on that situation and practice gratitude and say, I am so grateful that this thing happened because of this reason. You can always find a reason to be grateful. And so this is kind of like doing cognitive behavioral therapy, which is a method that psychologists use and is really, really effective. And so what psychologists get you to do is say a limiting belief that you have and then rewrite the story and kind of change the outcome, which is what I did for that limiting belief that I was telling you guys about before. So I was feeling like I'm not deserving to do a self-development podcast when I still go through struggles myself, but I've changed my thought process behind that now. And I now actually look at it as a positive and I'm grateful for the hard times because it means I'm continuing to grow and become stronger. And it also gives me the opportunity to practice these mindset tips and strategies that I'm learning with you guys. So overall, the replacement strategy and CBT, whatever you want to call it, is just a really simple and useful exercise to challenge your negative automatic thoughts and then replace them with healthy alternative thoughts. So give that a try and I feel like that will help so much. My next tip is to journal and I talk about journaling a lot on the podcast because personally it's something that I practice every single day and has done so much for me. I think it is a very powerful tool and is very therapeutic. It's a non-judgmental place. You can write whatever you are feeling and you really get to know yourself. And I think it is so powerful to know yourself and understand yourself. So journaling is something that can really help. So I would recommend free writing and literally write whatever comes to your brain. It doesn't have to make sense because nobody else is going to be reading it. And it might be really interesting to see what actually comes to mind of what you write down, because then you'll see what is at the forefront of your mind and what your current thoughts are and what has been bothering you. If you identify that what you've written down is detrimental and is a negative thought, try asking yourself if that thing is true. And most likely it's not. 
a lot of the beliefs that we have about ourselves aren't true. And so I think it's really good to be able to challenge your thoughts. And like I said before, you'll probably figure out that that thing that you believe about yourself isn't true. And so then after that, you've got to work on reframing your mindset. So you should write or listen to some positive affirmations, practice gratitude, do all of those things. But I know sometimes people don't like to free write and just write whatever comes to their head. So another thing you can do is follow some journal prompts. So maybe ask yourself very prompting questions. There are so many that you can find on the internet, but I just think journaling is such a powerful way to identify your thoughts and why you are thinking that way. And then after that, you have the opportunity to reframe them. My next tip is to be careful of what you say out loud. It's one thing to think a thought, but then to speak it gives it even more energy and input. And you just really don't want to speak them out loud because once you've said something out loud, it can never be forgotten. It can be forgiven, but it can't be forgotten. So not only do we need to monitor our inner voice, but we also need to be careful about our outer voice and what we're putting out there to the universe. Because like we've spoken about, your actions follow what you believe and what you say and what you think. And so if you're putting out there negative things or things about yourself that aren't true or things about others that aren't true or helpful, that's not going to give you anything good in return. So overall, I think you just need to be careful with your words. And I actually saw this thing that I thought was really cool. I'm going to call it the think method. I don't really know what this thing is called, but basically before you speak, you need to ask yourself, is it true? Which stands for T and then H is, is it helpful? I is, is it inspiring? N is, is it necessary? And K is, if it's kind. And if it isn't any of those things, maybe don't say it. And this isn't just about other people. It also applies to when you're talking about yourself. I know it can be so easy to put ourselves down because I find that it's a way to empathize with others and make them feel more comfortable in a way. But we have to ask ourselves, is it actually necessary? So I think it's really important to choose our words carefully because Who you say you are is who you become. You want to put the best version of yourself out there to the universe. The people around you perceive you in that way. And then you will also perceive yourself in that way as well. Whereas if you say negative things about yourself to other people, they will probably start to believe those things too, which isn't going to help anyone. And my last piece of advice for changing your mindset is to be careful of what and who you consume. That sounds really weird saying who you consume. Basically, I mean like who you hang out with and surround yourself with because they do say that you are the subject of the top five people that you surround yourself with. So you wanna make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who uplift you and bring out the best in you and motivate you. I actually heard Lauren from the Skinny Confidential podcast say the other day that she believes that not only are we the subject of the top five people that we surround ourselves with, but we are also the subject of the top five people that we consume on social media. And I thought that was so interesting. And I totally agree because I definitely pick up on mannerisms from people that I watch and it definitely can change my opinion on things sometimes. So I think just be aware of who you're following and just have a think. Do they bring out the best in you? 
And are they having a positive impact on your life? Because those people that you follow are going to be shaping you as a person, whether you know it or not. So it's something to think about. And as well as social media, I think it's important to be careful about what you're listening to and reading because all of those things influence us and shape us into who we are. So I have one more quote to end off this podcast with and it applies to this tip. So it's, you become what you read, you become what you listen to, you become what you watch, you become what you think choose wisely and I think that just like summarizes it all so I hope you guys learned something and found this episode interesting I had so much fun researching this topic and I've learned a lot myself now I've just got to go and apply all of these tips I definitely do apply a lot of them but recording these episodes always like refreshes things for me and makes me realize how important it is to prioritize self-development so I'm going to be working on monitoring my thoughts and changing some of my beliefs especially my limited beliefs like the one that I shared with you guys at the beginning of the episode but I really hope you enjoyed listening if you did it would mean the world if you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. that just really helps support the podcast and push it out there and I love hearing your feedback also feel free to send me a DM on Instagram because I love hearing from you guys and it's really nice just to hear your feedback from the episodes and I also love when I see you sharing the episodes on your Instagram stories that makes me so happy and it also really helps a podcast and helps it be seen because it can be hard for people to come across the podcast. So if you have a friend or a family member that you think could benefit from this episode, please send it to them. I would really, really appreciate that. But if you're not following me already, you can go and check out our Instagram, which is just the Inspired Mind Podcast. I also have my own page, which is Ella underscore Victoria with two A's. And I have a YouTube channel where I vlog my daily life, which is just Ella Victoria. But I hope this episode inspired you and I'll speak to you guys in my next episode. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.